What's up, everyone? Hey, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Safe Place with Titus Glenn. I'm a singer and a songwriter who has had the privilege of working with Marvin Sapp, Bobby Jones, the legendary Bobby Jones, and Sunday Best contestant Maurice Griffin, and many others. I don't want to take anybody off the table because every person, I just said those names because... Y'all will probably know those names. Uh, but anywho, like, I'm already trying to keep this real and authentic. Got my notes and everything, but I legit want to create this safe place. And it's part of that safe place. Y'all get, y'all probably will see me fumble over words and do all that. But this is, this is just who I am. And in that, I'm just going to say this. I wanted to kick off this first podcast by giving you some background about me and sharing with you the heartbeat of this podcast. Growing up, I loved going to church. I was the kid that just liked going to church. From musicals to singing solos, I sang in groups, and at one point, I was the only kid singing (laughs) on the adult praise team. When praise team was a thing, when they first started, I was the youngest, about 13, singing with people who were like 23 and 30 at a young age. And that's what I enjoyed doing as a kid. I remember my mom and aunt being called into a hair salon to pray. (laughs) Like they still get calls to pray. And part of that in that time they called me in, or not called me in, they brought me along, rather. They brought me along, and I remember praying in the hair salon for like a couple of hours and God using me to give inspiration, affirmation, and words in that space. And that was legit what I was okay with. I was the kid that was just traveling, like I said, to go to different church events. I'm a church kid for real. <laughs> now, when I got to college, although I grew up Baptist, I transitioned into a non-denominational church because it just brought a sense of freedom that I had never experienced before. And I was trained and equipped. I learned how to sing prophetically and just be able to inspire on a whole different level. While I was at college and been able to be under that tutelage of Pentecostal and non-denominational, that experience, I even took on college campuses because at that time, I was the minister of music along with my friend Kevin Pittman. We were over Voices of Praise and there would legit be moments to where we didn't even rehearse because 
the college students and the people wanted that experience with God more than a rehearsal. Most of them, anyway. <laughs> Listen, guys, we got some complaints. But at the end of the day, people will legit come into rehearsal for that experience. And then you will get to Sunday, and Sunday will be another experience because we wouldn't get to the Word at, at, at what am I trying to say? We would not get to the Word some other time. Some other time. And back in the day, that's how you knew church was lit. Like when people were slaying, crying, and, you know, being inspired, empowered, like people was legit being pushed into other dimensions. And we saw miracles. We saw just things shift in that space. And I remember in that time, after being there for about eight years, I felt another shift. Felt another shift. I, um, me and my wife, we had four kids. I was on this on this path of just living righteous, and I came across teachings of the Hebraic faith, which shifted me again because I began to align myself with the Jewish culture based upon how Jesus lived, and we changed our whole life we stopped doing christmas and we started doing hanukkah we stopped going to church on sunday then we went to church on saturday we started fellowshipping on friday with other believers it was a whole whole ordeal and i was legit seen come up come up come up come up come up i bought my first house uh because it was just something about the teaching on how we're supposed to live how we're supposed to show up what we could have what we should have that I learned through that teaching and even my, my, my spiritual leader, she was just empowering us based upon the principles that we were learning on Sabbath until one day it all just shifted again. And that's when me and my wife decided to dissolve the marriage. And here I am thinking about my life thinking about this is Titus Glenn, this is worship leader, being called in to shift atmospheres, being put last on the program because they have this sense that if Titus grabbed the mic, and this is not an arrogance, this is just what I've seen to be true. We, they put us at the end so that, so that people could either stay or get a sense of or experience that, right? And here I am, my life is literally unraveling literally unraveling and I'm trying to grasp like why is this happening to me I'm going to church I'm eating right I'm uh, changing my whole lifestyle to be righteous before God and my life is literally boo-boo right now <laughs> right and it's not a funny matter but I'm in my head I'm I had I had a cuss word and I'm, <laughs> I can't believe I said that loud. But y'all, listen, this is a safe place. Y'all gonna get it. And um, I legit, in that place of learning that I was self-righteous. And I had been self-righteous. But it was a breaking up because here I was on the opposite end of me looking at other people and what they walked through and judging them. Now I was one of those people. I was one of those people that I didn't have any refuge to be me. 
didn't have any safety net to be me. And the people that I thought were friends or said that they were friends, I didn't know. I began to question everything. And so let me bring it to this space as to how we got here, this moment as to what we're, we're watching tonight. So during the transition out of my marriage, I started a songwriter community called Penny Heart. Shout out to Penny Heart, those that are watching. And we will meet every Monday, teaching people how to songwrite, putting them in different groups, giving them my information and my knowledge as to how to expand as a songwriter. And after those calls, I ended up with meeting with two phenomenal individuals who became friends. We became friends. And I was able to talk and converse and be vulnerable in a way that I had never been vulnerable before. I mean, we laughing, then we crying, and then we telling jokes, and then we even got mad at each other, and then we make up. It was a whole, like, experience, and I know it was a tangible experience. I feel like I keep on saying the word experience because that's what it was and is, right? And I looked around and realized that I was able to do that with these people, with these two individuals, because I felt safe. And then when I felt safe, I then began to realize that there are places and people that don't feel safe. Y'all, y'all getting this live right now. Like, let me go ahead and turn this off. <laughs> y'all get to see all of this. Y'all will get the bloopers today. Y'all get the bloopers today. Because <laughs> I recorded this like a lot. <laughs> and I and this could just be just being transparent because this is what we get to do here. <laughs> this must be how this is gonna go down. Um, but in that place of being at my lowest, I started to look at me first and then started to observe that people are wearing a mask. How do I know people are wearing masks? Because I had, I had been on calls to where people were calling me and they didn't know anything I was going through, but they were sharing with me how they didn't have anybody they could talk to. And they got this sister friend over here and she's a pastor, she's a first lady. And He's a bishop, but they didn't feel like they could even talk to them. I was them. They were me. We were in the place to where, how can we be ourselves without feeling, feeling like we're being judged in the room? There were people in my family that I literally had to cut off. I moved into a one-bedroom, two-bedroom apartment, sorry, two-bedroom apartment, and didn't tell nobody where I was living. Like, my mom knew other people, I just didn't feel safe. Because when I began to tell my story and with the things that I walked through, there was a level of judgment that you could feel. And even though they didn't say anything, you could feel it. You could feel the, the, the look and the awkwardness, not 
not from me, but because of their partake and the stigma that they had on certain things. And so in this whole journey that I've walked through, I realized that a lot of people, again, have on masks and they don't know who or if they can talk to anybody. And maybe that's you. Maybe you're going through some stuff. Maybe you are unlearning some things and really don't know who you can talk to. This is why this community is created. So you can be yourself. So you can find yourself, then be yourself, and then let others do the same. That's the heartbeat of this podcast, to have these conversations. Maybe some things that that you may not believe in, but can we be respectful enough to have conversations and share and be transparent and bring about a unity that other spaces have brought about division? And this is what this place is for. This is the opportunity that we get to converse. And there may be some things that you might not like that I bring up. And that's okay. Just be respectful. Just that, listen, can we just respect everybody? That's, that's the place I'm talking about. That's the safe place. That's the safety net. That I learned this. I'm, I'm researching this. And, and although I've talked to people that, you know, that's a no for me, that's okay too. That's okay too. I am just willing to just offer this opportunity that we can discuss, that we can find ourselves, be ourselves, and let others do the same. I'm going to say that again because that is the mantra, the mantra, the mantra. I don't know if I'm saying it right. The, yeah, the, the mantra. To find yourself, be yourself, and let others do the same. And so if you are just looking for a place, go check out Safe Place with Titus Glenn, the Facebook page, and like the page. Tell us who you are. Tell us where you're from. And let's start having these conversations. I'm going to put posts in there. I'm going to put things that we can discuss in there because this is this is the heartbeat of what this is. I don't want you or me, somebody that they don't feel like they can be themselves. And maybe in this whole experience, just maybe you can be and learn to be a safe place for somebody else. That's the kicker. Like once you free yourself, go free somebody else. Go show them that they can live life and live it more abundantly, as the scripture would say, just by living according to how God has told them to live and instructed for them to live. And sometimes it may look, most of the time, it's going to look like what's not familiar in these spaces or these circles around you. You got to find your own. You got to find the way that works for you. And some people might get tripped up with the wording I'm saying. I think I'm shifting out of the space of caring what other people think because the things that need to be said have to be said in order for somebody that I'm assigned to to come up and come out and go through and be on top at the end. So y'all, I think I've said a mouthpiece in this first episode of Safe Place with Titus Glenn. I literally, literally desire and intend for this to be a place to where we can converse and just be ourselves. Um, and that's going to look different for everybody. So that's it again. Again, guys, go 
do yourself, do me a favor, or maybe not a favor, go check it out, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> go. <laughs> Safe Place with Titus Glenn on Facebook. Like the page. Tell us where you're from, what you got going on, and let's just start having these conversations. So until next time, peace. God bless. Take care. Find yourself, be yourself And let others do the same Find yourself, be yourself And let others do the same